Part One, Chapter One of Garcia Moreno by Reverend Father Augustine Berth. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. First Part: The Champion of the Right, 1821 to 1856. Chapter One: His Early Years, 1821 to 1836. Garcia Moreno was born at Guayaquil on the twenty-fourth of December, 1821 some days before the capture of quito by the republican troops he received in baptism the name of gabriel which was that of his father he belonged to an old family as distinguished for its nobility as for its merits his father don gabriel garcia gomez a native of villaverde in old castile had distinguished himself by a brilliant course of studies at cadiz and had then been employed in the office of one of his uncles footnote don martinez de aparicio formerly secretary of Charles III, footnote. when he took it into his head to expatriate himself and seek his fortune in America. Toward the end of the year, 1793, he embarked on board the frigate Our Lady of the Snow, with a valuable cargo, of which he was the proprietor, and came and established himself at Guayaquil, where he married the Donna Mercedes Moreno. Donna Mercedes was the daughter of Don Manuel Ignacio Moreno, knight of the order of charles the third and perpetual director of the chapter of guayaquil she had two brothers illustrious in church and state don jose ignacio moreno archdeacon of lima the author of a much esteemed work entitled peruvian letters and also a clever essay on the supremacy of the pope and don miguel ignacio moreno promoted by the king of spain to be judge of the supreme court of guatemala the last was the father of cardinal moreno archbishop of toledo the newly married couple were worthy of their ancestors from their rare and eminent personal qualities and especially for their invincible devotion to the catholic church garcia gomez was a man full of faith a devoted servant of the church and one who professed a sovereign contempt for those false liberals whose object was not only to free themselves from spain their mother country but from the religious habits and customs which she had implanted in her colonies of a gentle and amiable character, he yet, on certain occasions, showed a courage and intrepidity which excited universal admiration. During a revolution, when all the neighboring houses were being riddled with ball, he showed himself on the balcony of his palace, and by his imperturbable calm, quelled the passions of the populace. His wife, Donna Mercedes, was equally remarkable for her superior abilities, her solid piety, the dignity of her character, and, we should almost say, the austerity of her life. God rewarded their virtues by a noble set of children, who all gave them the greatest comfort and consolation, and the youngest of whom will be their eternal glory. The eldest devoted himself early to the priesthood. The second, though a layman, studied deeply Catholic liturgies and Catholic questions. The third, Don Pedro Pablo Marino, one of the great proprietors of Ecuador, helped his youngest brother to realize his great enterprises, when he had become president of the Republic. Later on, when a witness of the ingratitude of his fellow-citizens, he often said to him, Leave this country for another, no matter where, and draw as much as you will from my purse. But Don Gabriel invariably replied, God did not send me into the world to do good anywhere but in Ecuador. The fourth son was Miguel Garcia Marino, whom the President proposed, later on, as administrator of the salt works of the state. He was a man of great ability and integrity, and instead of having a perpetual deficit in his accounts, according to the habit of his predecessors, he brought about an extraordinary surplus, which increased yearly. Don Gabriel had also three sisters, 
rosaria mercedes and carmen all three were the joy and honour of their family and each left this world after having edified it by holy and irreproachable life gabriel garcia moreno was the last of this remarkable family from the bosom of which he drew those feelings of lively faith chivalrous honour and especially that noble passion for duty which characterized his whole life to prepare him for the exceptional career to which he was destined god trained him also in the hard school of adversity in consequence of the incessant revolutions which convulsed south america don garcia gomez suffered a terrible reverse of fortune from having been a very rich man he fell into positive poverty and his great regret was for his little gabriel the elder ones had been educated and launched into their different careers but what would happen to the youngest his mother determined to undertake his education herself and to train him in habits of piety regularity and love of duty without allowing any complaints as to their change of position the boy responded eagerly to her tender care and was assiduous at his lessons so much so that he injured his health which added to her maternal anxieties his love for her knew no bounds and later in life speaking of guayaquil a city famous for revolutions he exclaimed laughingly i know of only two good things in it my mother and bananas footnote strange to say the boy who hereafter was to amaze the world by his courage was timid and fearful by nature to the last degree his father to cure him shut him out one day alone on a balcony in the midst of a furious storm and on another occasion sent him to light his candle by the tapers which burnt near a dead body the child having the greatest horror of death this severe method however was completely successful End footnote. while being thus disciplined in the school of poverty the troubles of his native town initiated him early in life to the tumultuous scenes in which he was later to take so conspicuous a part before he was nine years old gabriel had passed through five successive nationalities the miseries entailed by these continual changes the fruit of successive bombardments revolutions and street fights familiarized the child with scenes of danger and added to his acquired courage that stoical calmness which he showed him amidst the gravest perils a fresh sorrow soon added to the desolation of both mother and child garcia gomez died suddenly at the very moment when his exertions were the most needed for the support of his family gabriel had just begun to attend college and to study languages but the death of his father made this expense impossible donna mercedes in this supreme misfortune redoubled her prayers and tears and god helped her in an unexpected manner not far from her house was an old monastery of our lady of mercy one of the monks father betancourt seeing their sorrow offered to be gabriel's instructor gabriel wild with joy devoted himself to his studies and in ten months had thoroughly mastered latin and all elementary knowledge father betancourt was amazed at the extraordinary intelligence and penetration of the boy at his prodigious memory and his passionate love of work but when he was sixteen a fresh difficulty arose father betancourt had taught him all he knew and there was no college in guayaquil for higher studies the only thing to do was to send him to quito to follow the university course there but how to find the means was the question father betancourt again triumphed over this apparently insurmountable difficulty he had a sister living in quito who though anything but rich had the warmest and most charitable heart she heard of her brother's anxiety and gladly offered to give gabriel a home at her house 
from whence he could follow the university course without risk or difficulty while she would defray all the expenses of his board and lodging this offer was gratefully accepted by donna mercedes and in the month of september eighteen thirty six the young gabriel started for quito we pass over the sorrow of his mother to whom he had been the one joy and consolation of her widowhood however she had determined to sacrifice her own feelings for the welfare of her boy and gabriel started full of hope and courage along that lovely road by the beautiful river guayas and under the shadow of those glorious snowy mountains which he had only seen from a distance and amidst which he was henceforth to live and so he arrived at quito where he was received with open arms by the good senora josepha who was delighted to act as a mother to this charming boy of whom she had heard such glowing accounts from her brother End of part one chapter one